In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. It's time for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi. Everyone has learned lessons in life during their lifetime. Some good, some bad. But from everyone, there has been something learned. And now it's time to share that knowledge. It's called Paying It Forward. Here, these lessons learned are then paid forward to you. With you paying it forward too. Josephine put her professional career on hold after the birth of her first child and turned her attention to being a full-time mother. Well, three kids later, Josephine started her own company, MyMomKnowsBest.com and Glovies, but was dismayed by a lack of information that people would share to help entrepreneurs be successful. That's where Paying It Forward was born. This is Paying It Forward on Drugginet.com. And now, here's your host, Josephine Jirasi. Well, welcome everyone. It's Josephine here today. I hope everybody had a wonderful, productive week. Um, As always, I must say we're going to have a great show today, so please do stay tuned. And I am so proud to announce that we are now in the thousands as far as downloads of our show, Paying It Forward, and I am just so excited. That tells me that people are actually out there listening to all these wonderful business tips that I guess are paying forward. So I want to thank everyone for listening, and I also want to suggest, please help us spread the word. Um, We have lots of people following me on Twitter. Um, My Twitter handle is at Glovies because, of course, everybody knows I'm the inventor of Glovies, but that's actually where I'm posting a lot of my Paying It Forward podcast. So please do listen in. We want our numbers to skyrocket. We want thousands and thousands of downloads. And... um, With that, I'm going to share with you, I want to start my show off with the business tip of the week. So this morning, I was on Twitter. I'm really focusing my attention on trying to get my followers up. And I came across this incredible article. It was all about being productive because... As many of you know, you know, my whole theory on time is it's probably one of the most frightening things to me, the concept that time, you, you just can never get it back. So I try to do everything as productively as I possibly can with every single aspect of my life, whether it be how I run my household, how I treat my kids and try to teach them from a very young age to be organized, Um, how I run my business, how I handle my radio show. I can just go on and on and on. So anytime anybody has a tip on how to be more productive and utilize your time more wisely, it always sparks my interest. So this morning I was reading an article and it was talking about the concept of batching. And I thought it was really interesting because so many of us, especially mom entrepreneurs out there who are multitasking, it's a known fact that multitasking is not the greatest way to be productive. But the concept about batching is that you take certain certain tasks that you need to have done and you do them within a certain period of time. So in other words, if 
if you're going to make phone calls, check your emails, dedicate a certain amount of time per day just to do that. And just from our last, many of our guests from our radio show have said in the past, they've said that um, try not to check your Twitter. Like, I'm becoming obsessed. I feel like I'm in Las Vegas at a slot machine checking to see how many followers I get, like, every hour. But um, it's not the most productive use of my time. What I plan on doing is just setting it aside three times during the day, once in the early morning, once around noontime, and once later on in the day at about four o'clock. I, I know myself, I'll probably try to squeeze something in after the kids go to bed just for a little while. So even if I do it four times a day, that time will be dedicated just to Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, all of my social media. And the rest of the time, the three, four hours I have in between my time checks, I will make sure that I'm not diverting my attention and going and reading the great article that I might have seen come up on my Twitter account. So anyway, that's my business tip of the week. And I'm going to try it out this week, and I'll let you know next week how it really works out. But that's the concept of batching. Take your dedicated tasks, break them down. If you're spending, you know, two hours working on your business plan or working on a contract, focus as much as you can within that time frame and then allow yourself to take a break, whether it be a half-hour break, a 20-minute break, whatever you want at that point. But just try to get the most use out of your time. Okay, so with that, I want to move forward and introduce you to my wonderful guest today. My guest today is Jeannie Spiro. She's a business coach and a marketing mentor. So what Jeannie does is she creates uniquely confident women solopreneurs. She teaches women in startup mode how to grow their business with extreme confidence stand out from their competitors, and create financially successful businesses that they enjoy while not burning out in the process. So, wow, that is a mouthful. And Jeannie, so many people, including myself, somewhere along the line during their career, during the time that they started their companies, have experienced burnout, and it's not a fun experience. So I'm very interested to learn more about how we can avoid that. So with that, I'd like to welcome Jeannie Spiro to Paying It Forward. Good morning, Jeannie. Good morning, Josephine. Thank you so much for having me. Well, thank you. I'm so excited because you are a perfect example of somebody who is following their dreams, and I can't wait to hear more about it. So, Jeannie, before we get started, I love to give my listeners a little background about my guests. So, can you tell me, like, I always love to hear, even as back um, as far back as childhood, like, was there anything along the way that that you felt internally that you were a born entrepreneur? Like, did it start that young? And bring us up through, you know, through today, how you started your business and what you've done in the past. Sure, sure. I'm happy to. Well, I can tell you that I don't think I was born into being an entrepreneur. Maybe um, I was born into being or thinking I was different than everybody else. And maybe maybe that's a sign of being an entrepreneur. But uh, when I was young, I was, I was painfully shy. I had no confidence and a very poor self-image of myself. 
And so I always felt that I was standing out from everybody else anyway. Maybe it was just my own views of myself. And um, I, I went into college, and I was just so not sure of what I wanted to do when I got there. And I studied speech communication. And what I found was so interesting was the behavior of other people, the, the psychology, but also the way that people would interact with one another. And I was fascinated with how people carried themselves and how some people had confidence and others didn't, and how some, some people could speak eloquently and others, they, it was very difficult and challenging for them. And so I studied it knowing it was something that was very hard for me, and I thought, oh, this is just fascinating. I didn't want to be on a radio, and of course, here I am today, but <laughs> I, did, I didn't want to be on a radio show, and people had always told me that you had a, uh, I have a great speaking voice, but I thought, I don't want any extra attention. And so I, uh, when I was graduating from school, my advisor said, well, the only thing that you have left to do is take the public speaking courses that you've had, and you need to apply them externally. So I went out and I figured out how exactly to become a better speaker. I, I became a tour guide and I overcame my fear of public speaking and presentations and it just, it just developed from there. I felt I finally had some confidence in myself and when my confidence in who I was um, both inside and outside started to match, everything changed for me. I could, yeah. I, I could take on anything that I wanted to. It was really r rather refreshing. Oh, that um, sounds amazing. It sounds like the passion, you, were, you found your passion within yourself, and it all kind of blended together. I absolutely love that. Yeah. Jeannie, I'm just going to bring up one thing while it's on my mind, and then we're going to come back and um, see how you came up with your idea for your business. Mm -hmm. So the idea of fe the fear of speaking in public, I have to tell you, Jeannie, so many people have probably felt that way at one time in their life, even if they feel comfortable. I know even for myself when I get up in front of a crowd, it's kind of funny how you get the butterflies in your stomach. It doesn't happen all the time, which is really funny, but it does happen sometimes. And my brother had a little secret, and I thought it was a great point. He said, listen, look at the crowd. Even if there's 5,000 people in the crowd, could you go up and have a conversation with one person in that crowd? The answer is probably, sure you can. You can, as if you're having a cocktail with that person at a cocktail party. Well, just look at it that you could have a, you could have a conversation with 5,000 people individually. If you can do that individually, chances are you can just get up and give that presentation in front of 5,000 people. I thought that was brilliant. I thought that was a good point. And you kind of jogged my memory when you were talking about the fear of speaking. So anyway, I thought I would just throw that out there, Jeannie. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's true. Once you, once you come up with a, a strategy mm -hmm. that you can go back to time and time again, you put that in your memory bank, and then you use that so that any time you feel a little bit intimidated in a situation, you go back to a time where you think, oh, well, wait a minute, someone told me this. This strategy will work for me. It's worked before. I'm going to use it again. Well, I just love the idea that you know, you were able to study this in college. I love the idea that you just, it seems like it was a passion of yours. I mean, Jeannie, when I was in college, the only thing I knew was business. I never even really knew that speech communication was, you know, a major 
you know, like I kind of knew. I didn't know a lot of people who were majoring in it. But now that I am in radio, it's just such a whole fascinating concept to me. I, I think it's great. And the thing about your major is you can apply it to every single thing you do in your business career. Mm-hmm. Right. And that was the beauty of it. I had no idea what I was getting myself into. Um, I did take business classes and I was taking some educational courses at the same time. And of course, like most 18-year-olds, you don't know what you're going to do when you you, you graduate. And I still floundered. I really had no idea. Yeah, but, I, but you know what, Jeannie? You figured out an incredible business and it was based on how you might have been floundering but you really figured it out and we're coming up on a break right now but I can't wait to talk about how you came up with your idea and how we're going to move forward. We have lots of business tips from Jeannie Spiro so please stay with us on Paying It Forward we'll be right back. back. With more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on Toginet.com Get ready to laugh along with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Ellie Lopreet. Friday evenings at 6, 5 central on Togedad.com. This is a truly realistic, no-nonsense, tell-it-like-it-is method that will have you laughing and crying, surviving while struggling, and hammering away at the hardships as you travel through the greatest journey of your life. Get empowered by joining thousands of other parents who have also decided to take a leap of faith into a double career with longer hours and half the pay simply because of the love they have for their children. Together, we are rebuilding a new economy that will support us rather than enslave us. Never again will we have to choose between raising our children and earning to provide for them. It won't be easy, but it will be worth it. For more on Allie and her success, check out her website, OurMilkMoney.com. So come get empowered with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Allie Lopreet. Friday afternoons at 6, 5 Central on Toginet.com. In the healthcare industry today, most of us are left in the dark when our doctors talk to us about our health and wellness. It seems that they don't have enough time to be informative and give us the options we deserve. Are you frustrated with today's medical advice as I am? Join the Medical Insider with Danny Walker and Dr. Richard Powell as they discuss the insider look at various therapies, medications, supplements, and much, much more. We will bring you the cutting-edge information regarding your health care and how you can take control of your health care decisions by not being fooled but being informed. Danny Walker and Dr. Richard Powell will be joined by experts in various fields throughout the healthcare industry, and they'll uncover the information that you should know about when it comes time to making those crucial decisions. Don't be fooled. Be informed with the Medical Insider every Wednesday at 1 o'clock Eastern, 12 Central. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on toginet.com. Hi, everyone. It's Josephine here today, and we have Jeannie Spiro with us, who is amazing. We're getting to know Jeannie here. And um, Jeannie, before break, we were talking about how you were in college, and you were trying to decide what to major in. So let's take it from there. 
Sure. So anyway, I decided that I was going to major in the speech communication program, and it was mostly because I think I was one of those airport watchers. You know, I would go into an airport, and I'd be fascinated with everybody that would be in an airport, and I'd think, I can get lost in everybody else and watching what they're doing. And I just studied how they interacted. And so, of course, then when it came for me to apply it to um, the real world, I had to, had to get a job and get out there. And so my tour guiding job that I took when I was in college led me into a position um, in a corporation which was in sales and marketing and public speaking. And so at 23, I was uh, in a pretty terrific position for a health insurance company, but I was speaking in front of 200, 300, 400 people at a time. And I wasn't breaking a sweat, and I felt really comfortable, and I was telling jokes, and I thought, wow, I was shy and I had no confidence, and now I feel pretty great about this. This is pretty terrific. I, I figured out how to network really well, and I'm a born connector. I really can take people and see what they have and how it can relate to someone else, and so I just found that I was able to get up and really enjoy it. Um, so anyway, I did what most people do. I you know, worked in a corporate job for a very long time, um, before we had children, my husband and I married, and I had one child after another, um, so I have two children. And in the mid-2000s, I started to realize that where I was personally with what I was doing with the career wasn't really what I felt was working for me any longer. And I felt that I was working very hard and raising a family. I was, I was really burning out, um, and I was exhausted and a person who had struggled with her weight, 15 pounds plus every, you know, every other year I'd lose it and gain it, uh-huh. I found that in the mid-2000s I was dropping weight seamlessly, and I realized it was all stress-related, but I couldn't really do anything about it. And um, I was working 80 hours a week, and I was still in a corporate job and trying to raise the kids, and I felt that um, something was off. And so well, Jeannie, it, it is really, really hard. Holy moly. Just think about how hard it is to raise little kids without doing anything else. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Then throw in the factor that you've got a big corporate job. I mean, imagine the stress you probably felt every single morning when you woke up that you had to not only prep your kids, prep your house, prep whoever was watching the kids or wake up the kids get them dressed to bring them to daycare, then go to your job full-time, then, in my mind, raising kids and maintaining a household is a full-time job. So there you were doing two full-time jobs. And seriously, I know it sounds great to be able to even squeeze in a half hour of exercise, and it is a priority, and I believe all that, but sometimes as moms, with everything that we're juggling, it's really, really, really hard. So I think this whole concept of struggling with weight is always there for moms. And a lot of times, I know even for myself, I'm within all of those charts as far as weight goes and everything else. A lot of times it becomes an obsession with us, which is absolutely crazy, but It's amazing how just a few pounds can change your mindset. Mm -hmm. And as far as exercising goes, in my mind, it's almost, I do it more, yeah, the benefit is you look good, but I do it more for my mind than my body. And a lot of times, 
it helps alleviate that stress. So it's almost like a cycle. But the concept of working full-time like you were doing had to just create an a tremendous amount of stress because here you are probably running out the door to take, you know, your kids are taking care of the house that's taking care of, your husband's taking care of, probably if you have an animal, <laughs> the pet's taken care of. And truthfully, did you have time to sit down and make yourself a healthy breakfast? How many people, <laughs> how many people out there really had the time to do it? So I can see, and as we get older, I can see those tiny little pounds creeping up on us. And even if it is only a half a pound, a pound, two pounds, it all creeps up. So I just loved that whole concept of how you concentrated on that. So tell us more about that weight loss program that you had come up with. Well, sure. Well, what what ended up happening for me was that, um, sadly, <laughs> the mm-hmm. stress actually can manifest in two ways. And I, and I think some people are stress eaters, and then some people not. They don't eat when they're stressed. And for the first time in my life, when I was under such amazing stress, I stopped eating, and I did the wrong thing, which unfortunately was I just basically was living on coffee with Splenda, and I was eating salad, and um, I really wasn't taking time to eat very well, and so it was just building up, um, and I felt that um, in the beginning, the weight loss was pretty terrific because I was really in great shape, but as I kept slipping down further and further, um, it was very unhealthy, and so all the principles that I had applied in the past to lose weight, I wasn't using any of them. I wasn't exercising, I wasn't sleeping, and I was just not taking care of myself at all. And it can be the absolute opposite. I've actually seen women go through this where they are, you know, they're stress eating because they're they're bored at work or they're challenged and they're eating in the being in the car on the way to to, um, to their job or from activity activity with their kids and they can gain the weight just from that type of stress in their lives, too. So um, anyway, <laughs> um, through a series of events, I decided that I was going to be- go back to school. And I was interested in health coaching just because once I figured out how to get my weight plateaued again, I thought people need to avoid you know, stre- stress eating um, or losing weight the wrong way. They need to know how to do it the right way. So I went back to school and um, I took a health coaching program and a, another program through the Institute for the Psychology of Eating, which teaches you um, about stress eating, um, how to lose weight properly, and, and why we have so many digestive issues. Um, and mostly it's because of our stress. Uh-huh. And so I, pl- I applied it for myself, and then I also started applying it um, in my coaching program that I developed as well. Um, and I was excited because I, everything that I was learning was working on me, and I figured I could teach it to others. So it was pretty great. And then, no, um, no Jeannie, that sounds great. I thought we had a, a drop on the on the line here. Sorry about that. But Jeannie, I just wanted to um, ask you. So you went back for that education. How long? Like, how many courses did you take? How long was that process? Well, I, I did the certification. I, I did three certifications. Believe me, I, I can go from, you know, <laughs> oh, my mode, it, I, I can go right into burnout mode if I'm not careful, and I, I almost did I it this I can point. see that because now I'm, like, really confused because here you are working, you're doing all this stuff. When did you find time to go mm-hmm. back to school? Mm-hmm. How did you do it all? 
Yeah, and this is a part in the story I skipped, I think, um, in that essentially what I did was when I started to um, not feel very well any longer, I knew I needed to take some better a better care of myself. So I quit my car- my corporate job that I was working in, okay. and I started working uh, another corporate job, but closer to home, better hours, um, a lot more flexibility. And in the late 2000s, um, or mid, mid to late 2000s, I went back and got my certifications at the same time. So I still was raising a family. I was still working, but I, I was able to fit in my passion, which was um, the health coaching, um, life and business coaching program that I took as well, and um, my Institute for Psychology of Eating, because I figured out that I wanted to ultimately help people, women in particular, really figure out how to better take care of themselves and also teach them all the business skills that I've ever learned in my my career, and I was trying to figure out how to blend it all together, and that's why I took all the certifications that I did. Oh, wow. That just, that sounds great. And I love the fact that you got the certifications because I believe that you really have to have the credibility behind you because who's going to hire a coach that they don't feel has the credentials? And I think that's really important. I mean, at a certain point, I know I had a friend say to me years ago, 20 years ago, you know, I had my, um, my undergraduate in finance. I went back for my master's in marketing. And at a certain point, he said, you know what, you really just got to do it. You can't just keep going back to school. But truthfully, listening to you talk right now, Jeannie, you're sparking a lot of interest in me because my youngest is actually going into kindergarten and it opens up a whole new world for me in September. I'm counting down the days, Jeannie. (laughs) I know I'm going to be crying, but I just can't believe a whole new world opens up for me. And I I think I want to take a course or two. Speech communication sounds so interesting to me now that I am doing the radio show. But um, anyway, so I think that's great. But with that, I'm getting a little nervous here because we're already coming up to a break real soon and we have so much to talk about. So, um, all right. So, Jeannie, tell us more. So then you did the weight loss coaching, correct? Yes. Yes. So I, um, so I, meanwhile, I still had my job and I started a coaching program. And what I found with my weight loss coaching was that most of the women that were coming to me were women who were just starting businesses and were stressed out. They were burning out in the process and they were struggling with their weight and their image and their confidence. And they had a lot of self-doubt. And I thought, you know, this is kind of crazy. I'm teaching them all of the health coaching aspects and weight loss coaching. I really need to teach them everything that I've learned through business okay. and, and pre, uh, present, uh, presenting yourself and how to get over the doubt. And so I um, started testing it out on, on my clients, and this was over a year ago. I started testing it uh, on my clients, and I thought, I'm going to teach you how to grow a business like I've learned how to grow a business and how to market yourself really well. And so I just started doing it, and meanwhile, I was a health coach at the same time, and I thought, oh, wow. I think I, I need to switch gears. So that's when I, I decided it was good to incorporate everything all at once. Oh, I love it. I think it's so important because so many people say it, and it's so true. I know for myself, if you don't have your health you can't run a successful business. If you work out, if you eat healthy, you gain 
energy. I mean, it really, really is true. You you feel stronger as an individual, and all of a sudden, you find yourself sitting at your computer with your shoulders back with all of this confidence. So I think it's so, it's a brilliant idea to pull all of your coaching in as far as bringing in your health expertise as well as your business expertise. So I can't wait to learn more about how you started this business. So here we are. We're up on a break, but we'll be back shortly. Thanks, everyone. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi right after these on toginet.com. Evermore. People have the means to live, but no meaning to live for. These are the words of Dr. Viktor Frankl, the inspiration for the movie Victor and I. That's V-I-K-T-O-R and I, movie.com. And TalkSense Radio, The Meaning Connection, with host Mary Similuka and frequent contributor Alexander Vesley. Friday afternoons at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. More and more people today are discarding their quest for money, possessions, and things, and are instead beginning a serious quest to find meaning in life. Until now, these discussions were historically in the hands of priests, ministers, and scribes, then to philosophers, psychiatrists, and psychologists. Now, these deep discussions are where they should be, in the hands of individuals, on the air, with you. TalkSense Radio, The Meaning Connection, with your host, Mary Similuka, and frequent contributor, Alexander Vesley. Friday afternoons at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. 25 breaks, a couple of tackles, and look at him go! He could go all the way! Touchdown! 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 Get ready for some football. Talk, that is, with confessions of a college football rules violator with Lance Siegel on toginet.com Tuesday nights at 11 central. This is your chance with Lance and his friends to share opinions about last weekend's sporting events. All the sports networks and TV shows have shown their top ten at least a hundred times. And the commentators and guest analysts have gone over every single slow motion instant replay, and yet there are still some of us fans who want to wring the referee's neck or fire the coach or kick the player off the team. So let's do it. Here, with confessions of a college football rules violator. So enjoy next week's games, then be here to talk about them. With Lance, it's cathartic, soul-cleansing, and gives you one more chance to scream about a bad call. It's confessions of a college football rules violator. With Lance Siegel, Tuesday evenings at 11 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. As we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Well, hello, every, everyone. It's Josephine. We're going to talk fast because we have a lot of business tips to pay forward today. We have Jeannie Spiro, who's a business coach and marketing mentor, with us today. Jeannie actually reinvented herself. She went back to school and she started her own business in her early 40s. So listen, Jeannie, you tell my listeners, if you can do it, anybody can do it because you just seem so happy and so balanced that I really believe it's never too late to reinvent yourself. That's true. Okay, so with that, let's talk about your business. So now we have decided that you brought your health expertise 
into your business coaching and you wrapped it all up into one. Jeannie, how did you get out there and tell people that now you have your new business? What did you do as far as, did you come up with a business plan? What kind of plans did you come up with? Well, and that's excellent. I had to come up with a couple of different plans. And knowing that I um, pretty much burned myself out once before when I was uh-huh. working a couple of years ago, um, I also knew that I needed to have a strategy so that I could, I, I could come up with this so that it would work with my family and um, that I would continue to preserve my own self-care. So with everything that I learned, I knew I needed to develop a business plan that was going to be um, that, that would uh, at least set some goals for myself. I'm, I'm really m- very much a planner. So I came up with some um, plans for three months, six months, nine months, and a year, where I want to be, what I want to do, uh, what I want to accomplish in that time. And that was my financial goals, my personal development goals. So that would be, you know, my self-care, how I wanted to look, all of that, and what I wanted to do with my family in that time, um, because my, Jeannie, my... I love that. I love that because you took every aspect of your life. Mm-hmm. My question to you is, where did you write these goals? Did you do an Excel spreadsheet? Like when you're talking, that's what I envision somebody doing is taking an Excel spreadsheet and writing three months, six months, you know, a year, whatever, how you break it down. And then... Um, writing your goals down and doing that for every aspect of your life. Did you do that? Do you have something that you look at every day? How did you do that? Where did you write your goals? Yeah. In the beginning, I started with a journal, and it it just started into, I don't know what I want to be when I grow up, and it was just taking notes every night. And then it was, I went back and I highlighted, because I was trying to get clear on what I wanted to do and get my focus together. So I went back and reread it a couple of times to think about, well, this is what I want to do, and this is what I'm best at, and these are my skills. And then I, would, I went back and circled everything, and I really studied it very, very hard. And for me, I'm, I'm very much a visual person and tactile person, so I like to touch everything. And so I... <laughs> I, Jeannie, I, so I, am I. Visual, <laughs> yes. Okay, so, go ahead. So I had poster boards throughout the house. <laughs> And I had them, and my husband thinks I'm crazy, but I had one hanging up around my closet, and that was my self-care strategy. And then I, and I wrote out a vision board of what I wanted, and, and, and it was my three months and my, my um, six months and my 12-month uh, goal. And then I put one in my office for my marketing, my business plan. And then ultimately I did. I put them in, exactly, as you said, into an Excel spreadsheet. So I could keep myself motivated, and um, and then I carried that with me. So I put it in my little laptop, and I would look at it every once in a while. But I, I like to have these poster boards out so I can see what I'm what I'm doing, where where I need to go. Um, and, I love um, that idea, Jeannie. And you know what? I was even thinking. Um, that the poster boards of the goals, they're super important. And I think we teach our children. Like I was thinking about even doing that with my own kids, even though they're still young. My oldest, CJ, is nine. But how cool would that be if he comes into my office, sees a poster board with all of my goals laid out, and then I get him his very own poster board to do with as he pleases in his own bedroom, and he could do his goals too. It's just it's just an idea, but I love that idea about poster boards in the office, and I love it even in your closet. That's great. It's your own private little um, oasis where you can put maybe your health goals and, you know, pictures of your clothing that you envision yourself that you want to start wearing when you lose a little weight. Mm-hmm. I love it. Jeannie, mm-hmm. great, great tips. Okay, let's keep going. So, So now you've got your business plans going. 
you have your marketing plans going, you figured out your goals. Mm-hmm. How do you get word out? How did you get word out that you're that you have your business? Yeah, and this in the beginning for me was very, very challenging because I knew how to um, market myself, um, you know, in person, uh, offline, but I didn't know how to do it online. So I really had to go back and study this, and, and I, I hired a couple of mentors to help me with this process because social media is just so overwhelming. And you know, I, I'm going to give away here. I'm in my 40s, so <laughs> I, um, you know, I think there was a time when I went to school, obviously, where we didn't have computers, you know, like we do now, and so. You know, years ago, I had to learn how to, you know, get myself out there in a different way through the Internet. And so I studied that through some mentors. And I did a lot of reading, and I figured out how to connect authentically. And this is the key. Um, I put up a Facebook page. I put up my LinkedIn page. I'm on Twitter. Um, I have all the social media you know, and you talked a little bit before about the time management piece. I've got it down to 15 minutes in the morning and 15 oh, minutes at night. And that's when I'm on and that's when I'm engaging. I'm talking to people and I'm letting them know who I am, what I have to offer, and my unique ability. And I think that that's a huge part of getting people to know, like, and trust you. You know, um, I want people to know who I really am. I mean, not giving them every detail of my entire personal life, but this is my authenticity, and that's exactly what I pre- present in person. You know, how I dress, how I look, how I speak. It's genuine. It's real, and people are going to be attracted to that, um, and they can see that through the Internet. So that's how I began to get myself out there was just putting myself out as genuinely and authentically as I could with a strategy plan, um, and in the beginning, it's a little bit more because for people who don't know how to use the Internet for marketing all mm-hmm. that well, they, you have to learn, um, you know, what's the best way to speak to people, how to follow people on Twitter, how to develop a Facebook fan page, um, and there are the mechanics behind it. And so that does take some work. Yeah, I think you're so right. But baby steps, everyone. I want to tell my listeners out there, just pick one um, social media outlet that you really want to work with. I have to tell you the power of Twitter is absolutely amazing, which is why I've got thousands of downloads of our radio show. It's amazing. Work on getting your followers up and then start tweeting and you're going to be amazed at how much comes back to you. I mean, Jeannie, to the point that I was, um, I tried Greek yogurt. I thought it was amazing. I went out, I put on a simple tweet saying, how is it possible that it's taken me so long to taste Greek yogurt? It's amazing. Do you know that (laughs) the person, the company who makes the Greek yogurt tweeted back to me and sent me coupons saying, we're so glad you like our product. Oh my gosh. I was Jeannie floored. And I just said, Oh my goodness, this is the power of Twitter. So I am telling all my listeners out there, get your followers up and start tweeting because it really, really does work. All right. So Jeannie, I want to go back to one thing that you had mentioned earlier. You had said not hiring the right mentors or coaches to support you. How did you figure that out? That, you know, a lot of times coaches can be, you know... It's not only the money that you spend for a coach, like you're a coach yourself, but it's also the time that you've invested. So as a business owner, if we're going to set aside certain money to invest in a coach and invest in our business, how did you come up with the idea that somebody really wasn't the right match for you? Well, 
and this is where I, I start, again, my skills in my intuitiveness, I guess, on studying people, was mm-hmm. that in the beginning, I was so focused on growing my business that I wasn't really looking at who I should connect with that would really support me, me personally. Because, you know, you can go out there and hire someone, they're going to tell you, okay, you need to do X, Y, and Z to grow your business, and you need to have all these strategies in place. But if they're not helping you support you personally through the process, because you know this, when you start a business, it takes every core of your being to throw yourself into it. And so you're going to find that there are going to be times you're going to doubt yourself, you're not going to have some confidence, and you're going to want to give up, you're about to burn out, and nobody understands you in your family or you can't talk about it with other people because they don't know what you're going through. So finding a coach that has either been through it before um, and isn't maybe, you know, is is far enough away from it that has learned and can teach you um, or, you know, that you can match styles with, personality styles too. And that does take some time to figure out, you know, who's the right person for you. But I, that's what I had to do. And I just really started, started studying coaches and looking at mentors. And I figured out where do I, or I thought about where do I want to be and who is already there and who could teach me how to get there. And then I looked at who are they as a person? Do I like, know, and trust them? And can I? Because I believe in the likability factor a lot. I think sure. that we need to make sure that, you know, every person that's out there, yes, some are authentic and some are not, and some of them have different motives. And I wanted someone who could support me and, and respect all elements of Jeannie. So... And that's, I, I recommend that to everybody. Those are great tips. I love it, Jeannie. I'm going to um, go back to my show and write all of this down because I, I think they're really, really great tips. So, all right. Here's the next thing I want to talk about. So, we talked a little bit about balance, but how did you really balance your job? Do, you know, do you have tips for other entrepreneurs out there? How we can balance our job, our careers, or maybe that's the same thing if we own our own businesses, and the self-care. Are there any special little tips that you have in order to avoid that burnout? Mm-hmm. Um, well, there's a, an excellent book that I've read, and I high, highly recommend it. It's, it's for high-octane women, um, it's called. It's um, written by Dr. Sherry Carter, and it's um, called How Super Achievers Can Avoid Burnout. And okay. I recommend that to every single person when I start coaching with them because most women, and I, I really coach women, are they're probably overachievers to start with. So I ask them to read that first. And really, your question goes back to, the strategy you have to have in place to avoid, avoid the burnout, especially as you're going through a transition, and most women that I work with are transitioning um, because that's, that's me too. I mean, I've been in transition for years. You have to have your self-care strategy in place first. Mm-hmm. So most importantly, you do have to sleep. You do have to eat. You do have to exercise. Um, you do have to present yourself because if you're a solopreneur and you're going out and you're networking and people see bags under your eyes or, you know, you're disheveled and you're not taking care of yourself or you feel yeah. it's, you're not good, so it's not much. great. I think you're so right, Jeannie, and taking care of yourself gives you that confidence to go ahead, forge ahead, and get those clients or get that deal. So, all right, we're going to learn more from Jeannie Spiro when we come back. We'll be right back. 
We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi right after these on toginet.com. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep into topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, trishagoyer.com. That's T-R-I-C-I-A-G-O-Y-E-R.com. Trisha's vision is to be the voice of hope and possibility for women of all ages. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Girlfriended is on Toginet. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. With your hosts, Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. This show is your chance to share, learn, laugh, and connect with other women. The Girlfriended principle was born out of loss. Lisa had recently had her mother pass away from cancer, and my mom um, was murdered. A man just walking into a room and started a 23-second shooting spree. I think one of the things we both realized going through those tragedies is that you can be extremely okay and be extremely sad. Check out Girlfriended.com. And then be a part of Girlfriended, the radio show, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. You know, your boyfriend or, or your husband or whatever, they don't totally understand that emotional side to a woman like another woman does. And I think that's so important just to have somebody that you go, she gets me. Check out the website, girlfriended.com. Don't miss Girlfriended with Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here. So we have Jeannie Spiro, who's a business coach and marketing mentor, here on the line with us today. And Jeannie, I would like to give you the opportunity to tell my listeners how they can contact you if they have an interest in possibly hiring you as a coach. Sure, absolutely. Um, They can contact me. I have um, a website in development as well, but they can contact me right now at Jeannie Spiro. It's uh, J-E-A-N-N-I-E. S as in Sam, P as in Peter, I-R-O dot com. And I do have um, some information there that might be helpful for people um, if if they're interested in learning more. It's a a lifestyle kit um, that I put together that I think can help, especially women who are in transition. That sounds great. Where is that kit? Um, It's it's on my website at JeannieSpiro.com. And very shortly, I'm also launching She'sConfident.com, um, and it may already be up, but I will be launching that um, because that's the name of my new company, um, which is the Confidence Coaching for Women. Oh, I love it. Yep. That sounds perfect. Okay, Jeannie, thanks for that. So we were talking about three parts of trying to make the most out of our day and getting our business to a successful point. The first thing we were talking about here 
was self-care, how important it is to take care of ourselves. What was the second technique on creating a successful business, Jeannie? Well, you, of course, always have to have a business plan in place, and I made the mistake of not really having it uh, very clear when I first started. But a business plan can be something that you develop, and I'm sure you know this and talk about it all the time, but something that you develop when you first come up with your idea of what you want to do with your business or your product or your coaching or whatnot. And and the way I, I keep my business plan and focus for myself is that's my, that's my vision. That's my mission. That's what I'm really trying to accomplish. And for me, it's a personal um, passion. Um, yes, I have all these skills and I, I have all this education, but I'm really trying to make a difference in helping other women live out their dreams as well. So that is, a, that is the core of my business plan. And so I keep my mission statement um, posted in my office. So I know the reason why I'm doing the work that I'm doing. Um, and so, that, so of course, there are elements of business plan, and we don't uh, go through all of them today, but that's the uh-huh. second piece. Okay, great. And how about the third piece? And that's your marketing strategy and a marketing plan, and that's both online and offline. And, you know, you can, you can be online all day long and be on a computer, but you really need to also get out there and you need to, to network. You need to um, develop relationships with people, referral partners. Um, you need to have coffee chats with people and network and go to events and associations. And so um, that is a huge part of it. And it's hard to build all of that in when you're already working a full-time job. So um, one strategy that I have for people is just choose one organization at a time and get to know that organization. So if it's an association like a BNI group, make that your top priority and let the referrals um, blossom from there. You don't have to do everything at once. I mean, this is a process, and and more people get to know you um, and refer to you word of mouth will get out. And as things free up in your life, you'll be able to take on more and more. Um, It's just, again, like a process. Wonderful. Okay, Jeannie, I absolutely love those real tangible tips that that the listeners can actually use and apply to their businesses. So thanks for doing that for us. Um, But we have lots of other tips. Let's go on. I love the idea that you have about the business card. Tell us about um, how we can create a really unique business card. Oh, sure. Well, this this was something that bothered me a long time ago, and I always remembered when I'd go to events and I'd get people's business cards. And for me, I'm, things always stand out to me. So the people that would have interesting-looking cards, whether it's a little pop of color or a little saying or a phrase or something, it would stand out to me. Of course, it would trigger my memory that I, you know, met them. But in addition, a couple of years ago, I also learned that one thing that people don't do is take advantage of the back of the business card. And so, for instance, if you have a free offer um, on your website, what I always do is I tell people, put on the back of your, your business card, do you have X, Y, and Z, whatever problem it might be? Um, if so, then you can gather my uh, free report at geniespyro.com. And that way then it directs people back to your website and it's something that makes them realize that you can help them with their challenge or their struggle. Oh, I love it. I think that that's so important. My one business tip as far as business cards go, um, when I came up, 
you know, the whole reason why I have this radio show, Jeannie, is because I've made so many business mistakes in my life. I don't want my listeners to make the same mistake. So what I did was I created glossy business cards. And wow, they looked really cool, shiny, the whole thing. Well, my first trade show after I bought 500 of them, I went to my first trade show and people were wanting me to get back to them, all this stuff. And, you know, when you're at a trade show, you're talking quick. You've got one, the next person wanting to talk to you and you, you want to just jot down a little something that will trigger your memory of what this person wanted or looked like or whatever. Jeannie, I could never write anything on the back of those <laughs> business cards. It drove me crazy. So that's my lesson. And um, also, the QR codes are super important nowadays. So do your research before you get your next business cards done because I'm in the process currently doing business cards because I am going to ECRM. It's a big trade show for retail um, buyers. So new business cards are on the way. All right. So we wrapped up the business cards. So tell us, what is the easiest way that you think we can attract clients? Um, you really have to be yourself and you have to be authentic. And, and But you, you know, if you're not, people are going to see through it. So if you're not talking, if you're talking somebody else's language or mirroring someone else, people can see through that. So you really have to be your authentic self. Um, and once you let, you know, your uniqueness shine through in every aspect of what you're doing, your marketing and your network and your speaking, then people are drawn to you. Um, I, like I said before, I use a lot of humor. I love to laugh. And so anytime I make a mistake, especially when I'm public speaking, um, I laugh. And it's because I find humor in making silly mistakes. Um, because you know what? We're all human and we all make mistakes all the time. So People come up to me afterward and they'll tell me, oh, you, you know, you're so, you're so sweet or you're so this, but I loved how you just, you know, moved on from that. And a lot of people get, they stumble, they have a hard time. It's okay. Brush yourself off, keep going, and just remember, people want to see who you are. And um, they'll be drawn to that person as opposed to somebody else. I think you're so right. As far as humor goes, Jeannie, uh I think you can, um, I'll allow you to laugh. I'm sitting here as a mom entrepreneur. I was hustling to get my kids out to camp. There was so much going on this morning. It wasn't funny. And my kids were eating waffles and pancakes. And I'm sitting here during my radio show. I'm crossing my arms. I'm like, what the heck? I have maple syrup stuck on the on my arm, Jeannie. <laughs> During this radio show, I have maple syrup on my arm. I'm like, how did that happen? So I had a dear, dear friend of mine, Jerry Cantwell, and everybody knows who Jerry was. He was um, he was a dear friend of mine who his favorite saying was, if you lose your sense of humor, you ain't got nothing. Mm-hmm. So I think that's so in business to be able to laugh at yourself. You know what? It's all about having fun. So yeah, definitely. I love that tip. I love it. And to be an authentic marketer, you have to be you. Let it come right from your gut. Because I'll tell you, in my case, the buyers, when I'm trying to sell my glovies, it really has to come from the gut. Because when it does, they see it. They see mm-hmm. the passion. So great, great advice. Okay, let's move on because we're running out of time here. Sure. 
tell us about if you're a solo business owner, then you are marketing yourself at all times. Oh, gosh, isn't that so, so true? And I think you touched upon this already, but Mm -hmm. you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, it's all about impressionism, you know, whether it's online or off, you know, how you dress, how you look, how you speak, it's all really important, and so you really need to do it with confidence, and especially if you're a new business owner, let's say you're transitioning from a corporate job, or you're, you're, you're taking a business that's been a hobby, and maybe you're, you're a mom that's been stay-at-home, and you really don't have the confidence yet. You know, there are certain things that people pick up on, and one of them is, you know, how you present yourself. So even if you don't feel like you're, you've got it all together in your business because you're still starting up, how you present yourself can make all the difference because people are attracted to confidence. And, um, you know, you look at the successful women and men out there who are confident, you are immediately attracted, attracted to them. So dress well, present yourself well, feel good about yourself and what you're doing. Yeah, a great, great point. So just when you think people don't, it doesn't matter whether you've got your hair pulled or just that you're pulled together in general, Mm -hmm. uh, it is so true. First impressions are super important. So everybody pull yourself together. And I have to remind myself of that sometimes (laughs) when I'm doing 10 things, even to pick my kids up from the beach camp. It's like a lot of times I look at myself in the mirror before I'm running out the door. I'm like, you know what? It'll take me two seconds to go upstairs and just look a little more presentable. And you always feel better when you do that. Mm-hmm. And your very last business tip here is know your elevator pitch cold. That is so important because even when you're at um, a cocktail party, everybody wants to know, so what do you do? I think that's such a great, great tip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, that's a really important one because I think people feel like, oh, I have to memorize something. No, you know what? It needs to come from the heart. So you need to come up with something that you feel comfortable saying to people, which is really true. You know, this is what I do and this is who I help who are struggling with this problem. And, you know, spread the word because it's my mission to help other people who are having this issue. Oh, wow. What an incredible interview. I so thoroughly enjoyed the show today, Jeannie. I always, I always try to pick unique guests for the show, people that I feel will really just take their knowledge and pay it forward. And you have truly done that. You have been an inspiration. Anybody out there who wants to reinvent themselves, you know, you've sparked um, the interest within us. So I think that's absolutely wonderful. But Jeannie, I want to say thank you so much for being a part of Paying It Forward today. Oh, thank you so much, Josephine. I've really enjoyed it myself. Okay, wonderful. So Jeannie, once again, um, thanks. And to my listeners, I hope you have a wonderful, productive week. And we'll see you next week on Paying It Forward. Have a great week, everyone. Thank you for being a part of Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on Toginet.com. This show is dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. Each week we'll be discussing accomplishments.